Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And I remember our guide saying to this woman, our guide spoke Russian, obviously, saying to this woman, this guy, me, has a cold. Can you get him some Sudafed, something like that? It was, it was again, you're listening to a different language. Sudafed. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. Now 33 radio stations and networks stuck in there strong. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Let's talk Russia once again. We did a show on Ukraine slash Russia not too long ago, but I ran into a, a thread that was talking about the idea of all these United States, I guess global companies, walking away from business in Russia. Right. Let me just give you a... The big one, I guess, would be McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to give you a list here, but McDonald's would be the big one. You may have seen it that... You know the McDonald's has the arches? Yes. Well, Russia has decided, now that McDonald's has quit... Right. ...to create something called Uncle Vaya. The thing is, the V... The V sound, V... Uh-huh. ...is actually a B... In the Russian, what would you call it, alphabet? Okay. So what you have is a B that uses the arches on the humps on the right, mm -hmm. which is the V sound in the Russian alphabet, thus via. None of them have opened yet. The question is, are they going to be exactly the hamburgers? And the French fries and all the other stuff. Oh, you know they are. Well, that's the idea. The the Russian people, Vladimir Putin and such, are like, go ahead and leave us. Mm -hmm. We'll simply create the same thing again. Yes. However, it's getting a little difficult. Let me just give you about 10% of the companies that have left Russia. Adidas. British American Tobacco. Name a tobacco company. Name a cigarette company. Salem. They are part of British American Tobacco. Really? Seriously. H&M, IKEA, Unilever. If you can think of a soap or a body wash mm -hmm. or anything that makes any part of your person clean. Right. It is made by Unilever. TJX, do you know what that is? Is it close to TJY? No, TJ Maxx. Oh, they really? They own mid-level to low-level clothing stores. Okay. And extremely popular in Russia. 
Uh, in fact, it is the largest clothing retailer in Russia. ExxonMobil, American Express, MasterCard, Goldman Sachs, Pepsi, Starbucks, Yum Brands. You know what Yum Brands is? Uh, lollipops, I think. No. What is it? Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. It's about 10 different fast food restaurants. I had no idea. You bet. Amazon, Yahoo, Google, Apple, Nokia. That's only about 10% of the list that walked away. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joe, why are you doing this hey, to us? Hey, you know who's going to stay? Who's that? Those dumb, dumb lollipops. <laughs> I believe wholeheartedly that in a thousand years after our race and our society has died yeah. and been completely overrun with dirt, mm-hmm. that future scientists will dig up and wonder why we worshipped little tiny lollipops yum, yum. since there's a jillion of them around. Yes, indeed. Uh, however, music companies are leaving as well. What does it mean for Russia in terms of cost and what are the companies saying? Well, number one, does Russia care? Well, in terms of all countries in the world, what are there, 186, 187, th- 187 um Uh, Sovereign countries? I almost said thousand, but sovereign countries is what I wanted to say. They are the 16th largest music market in the world, according to Billboard magazine. Now, IFPI, that's International Federation of Phonographic Industry, and their most recent global music report stated that the revenues of Russia are roughly $200 million. Yeah. Which, again, puts them at 16th in the world. Of course, the United States is the absolute juggernaut. Mm -hmm. But when you get down to Russia, you're talking 16th. You're talking millions and millions and millions of people, well over 150 million people, who want their music. And all of these music companies have left. So the question is, okay, who's left? When they left, what did they leave behind? Because a lot of them did leave behind. They didn't just cut the string and walk. And what does it mean for Russia? So that's what we're going to do today. Russian concerns about music companies, content companies, and all of that good stuff. Yes? Yes, indeed. Lovely. Let's play nothing but songs that deal with Russia. Here's the vibrators. Disco in Moscow. And Moscow is misspelled. Go figure. Here on Rock School. Russia and music companies that because of the invasion of Ukraine have pulled out of the Russian market. The three major record labels have all pulled out of Russia. Okay, 
What does that mean? Well, Universal Music Group was the first to do so on March 8th of this year. The others followed on March 11th. I don't have a statement from Universal Music Group, but I do from the other two. Sony Music Group directly acknowledged the war in Ukraine. They stated, we call for peace in Ukraine and an end to violence. We have suspended operations in Russia and will continue our support of global humanitarian relief to aid victims in need. Okay, what does that mean? Really? Well, what that means is they're not feeding any of the Russian direct streaming systems. Mm -hmm. They're not feeding any new music to Russian record stores. Okay. To anything that sells music, they have stopped that being uh, Universal Music Group and Sony. Now, the fun part of it is Warner Music, which is the third of the biggies, is majority owned by a guy named Len Blavniknik. He's a Soviet-born businessman oh, no. who now has a citizenship in the U.S. and the U.K. His company said, quote, Warner Music Group is suspending operations in Russia, including investments in and developments of projects, promotional and marketing activities, and manufacturing of all physical products. We will continue to fulfill our agreed-upon obligations to our people, artists, and songwriters the best we can as the situation unfolds. I take that to mean that those who are under contract they weren't the ones that pulled the trigger and sent the troops into Ukraine. What I think that means is, if you're on our payroll, as long as we can, we will continue giving you the money right. that is owed to you so you can make your bills. Does that make sense? Yeah. It goes on to say, we remain committed to supporting the humanitarian relief efforts in the region. Mm -hmm. Then it goes on with them that they're going to match donations and they're going to make donations of themselves. My question is, are these donations doing anything? Because the U.S. just sent something like $80 billion. Yep. The entire... Russian military budget is only slightly more than that $80 billion. Yes. Shouldn't it now be absurd? Shouldn't it now be with $80 billion, you are now equal to Russia? I know. Where's the money going? What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't want to get into that politics side of it, but, you know... We're talking about the music side of it. Let's play some more music that deals with Russia. How about back in the USSR Beatles White Album on Rock School? about groups and companies that have 
pulled out of Russia due to their invasion of Ukraine. Major Hollywood studios, including Warner and Sony, now we said Warner Music and Sony Music, Sony Universal, have pulled out of Russia. They have announced they will cease releasing movies in Russia. All movies. So there will be no Top Gun with Tom Cruise Uh-oh. in Russia. Sony also said Wednesday it would stop all sales of PlayStation consoles in Russia and disable the PlayStation Store. Microsoft did the same with its Xbox consoles and online services last week. Nintendo stated that it would stop all releases of any new content in Russia. So they're taking away the music. Uh All you get are the music that exists. They're taking away the music. They're taking away new movies. And they're taking away gaming. Right. My question is, for what end? And I mean that. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I know a lot of people would make the statement that what they're trying to do is put pressure on Putin. But that's, I don't know, does Putin watch new movies, listen to music, and play games? Uh, he doesn't uh, strike me as a gamer. No, he doesn't just, to me either. You know, to me, you're just hurting the people that I, are trying to de- are deal they, with this. Are they looking for an uprising? Is that the idea? I think that that's what they want. So they want the people to rise up against the Red Army, which is at least half in Ukraine. Are they looking for a, it, what's the right word, an overtake, a junta, mm-hmm. a something like that? I, I, I don't know. I understand why they're doing it. I really do. But what's the end game? Let's say Putin says, okay, enough, picks everything up. And leaves Ukraine. Right. He comes home. Mm-hmm. Now what? Do you go back? Yeah, does everything go back? Does the Starbucks reopen? That's Starbucks, right, has left. Does that mean now people can get a McDonald's burger and a, and a grande latte? It's, it's a good question. I wonder if all of this has been discussed. What has to happen for us to turn around and go back? I don't know. I don't know. Let's play another song. Deals with Russia. Robbie Williams, Party Like a Russian on Rock School. It takes a certain kind of man with a certain reputation to alleviate the cash flow. It's like you've got concussion, oh. Put a doll inside a doll. Into the first break, you made a statement that's not a bad question. Is everything simply going to be smuggled in through China? That's how it was before. Yeah. So, I mean, Billy Joel went and played. Mm -hmm. He's got a song called Leningrad, which we'll probably play later in the hour. So we cut all of this stuff off. There's so many companies that are dealing with this. I know Starbucks is gone, but is there not some coffee company in Romania, in Poland, in China, in Mongolia, that in Africa? Pick a country mm-hmm. that won't just come in and fill the gap. I know. Because if all of these American companies are gone, now you have these secondary companies that are working in, I pick it, Tibet, Philippines, Australia, 
I don't know that Australia would run in, but all these companies now, look, we make coffee. We we sell coffee. You know, we sell mid-level priced clothing. Yeah. Yes. Why won't they all come running it? Maybe they will. Maybe they will. It's a good question. Sound Exchange has stated that on March 11th, which was a while ago, that it will terminate its agreement with Russian Collecting Society Voice, citing the horrific events in Ukraine. Thus, if you think about SoundScan, that's the company that keeps track of how many of what have you is sold. When you put a CD or what have you, a record across that little red square and it goes that's mm-hmm. SoundScan. SoundScan's also attached to all of the digital delivery systems, and they keep track of what's number one, number two, number three, what have you. And SoundExchange even stated they believe the flow of performance royalties between SoundExchange and voice is not significant, but as a matter of principle, we have believed this is the right course of action. So they split. So they split, you know? Ever heard of Cobalt Publishing? No. It's an independent rights management and music publishing company. They are the top music publisher and royalty system in the UK. They are number two in the US and they have walked away from Russia. They announced on March 10th the decision that would suspend all business activity in Russia. Cobalt also said it supported, quote, any decisions that would cut off the local Russian Collection Society, RAO, from the network of collection societies. So what they're doing is they're taking away all the money mm-hmm. that independent artists, Russian artists, are going to make. Right. They're simply going to take away the avenue of the money getting from the sales mm-hmm. to the people. Who are they hurting? The the artist. It Who seems that always way, gets hurt on the, I this, the end of music. The in artist. A, in addition to condemning the invasion of Ukraine, Cobalt said it made donations to Global Giving, the Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, International Rescue Committee, and Save the Children. Look, I understand we're supposed to go, yay, you pulled everything out of Russia. However, are you hurting Russia enough that they will pull out of Ukraine. Ain't that the point? Ain't that the point? That is. If you're making it so that Russian musicians aren't making any money or not being delivered any money, <laughs> I mean, come on. I understand Sony Music. I understand this. I understand that. But I don't know. Is there a way to stay there and make sure that these Russian people, because they're not at war in Russia. Right. Nothing's happening in Russia. I don't, should McDonald's have stayed and taken all the profits and given it to Ukraine? Not a bad idea. Would that have not been it? And I know somebody is looking at the radio and going, you stink. I get it. But that means a lot of musicians welcome to the world of music. You're not making any coin. Right. And the idea or the uh, ability to make coin is being taken away. I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's an ugly decision that not only the musicians have to make, but the the companies have to make. Because you know they have musicians there. Oh yeah. You know what? Yeah. What? And under all this stress. Yeah. There could be some very good music that comes out of exactly. it. Exactly. Why are we not pushing Russian music right now? Let's get some rock rock stars out there, and whatever they make, give it to Ukraine. Yeah. 
they would get a little bit of fame out of it. Who's listening to us? KNHS. Lafayette, Louisiana. Hope we don't lose any people <laughs> who are running the show over nah. this one. Nah, 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 nah. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, a company named Fuga. Ever heard of Fuga? No. F-U-G-A? Uh, I don't think so. It is the largest digital music distributor in the world. Wait, if, wait, right, wait, wait, are you yeah, serious? Something has to s- disseminate the music to Spotify, to Pandora, to what have you. And the big one is called Fuga. It sends new music to Russian digital service providers. In a statement, the company said it will continue to help their employees in Russia, which is the same thing that happened with an earlier one, Mm -hmm. that we're going to keep paying these people. However, they will also match donations paid by those employees to the Red Cross. However, they're not going to deliver any new music to these screaming services. Wow. Now, what are the Russian streaming services? I thought this was interesting. Yandex, Y-A-N-D-E-X. Now, look, that's an American spelling of the Cyrillic language. Okay. So, it is basically the Russian Google. It has mail, search, distribution, news, and streaming abilities. Mm-hmm. Yandex. Mm-hmm. The next one is the, it's nicknamed VK, but it is V. Contacti, V hyphen, K-O-N-T-A-K-T-E, V Contacti. It's a Russian online social media and social networking service based in St. Petersburg. VK is available in multiple languages but is predominantly used by Russian speakers. They claim to be the largest social media network in Europe with over 100 million active users. 100 million. I don't know. Does that defeat Facebook? Oh, it sounds Europe? like it, huh? Know, it huh? sounds like it might be, you know, something that's dreamed up by their PR company. Mm-hmm. And the last one is called Sibirzuk, S-B-E-R-Z-V-U-K, Sibirzuk. I think I have that right. They were formerly Zvuk, which was just simply Zvuk, which is what they're still called. If you remember, Sibirzvuk mm-hmm. ends with Zvuk. Z hyphen V-O-O-K. So that's what people call it. It appears to be basically a Russian Spotify with multiple playlists, algorithms that try to play you the perfect song. And if you talk to, I don't know what Alexa's name is over there. What would Alexa's name be? Vladimir? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Vladimir, play something. We need a female name. What's a female Russian name? Vladimir. (laughs) Vladimir. I'm sorry. Vladimir. So we know Anastasia. Oh, there you go. Anastasia, play something. How about this? There is a Russian band called Gorky Park. I know it. You and I have been to Gorky Park. Yep. I, I, I will admit this to you, folks. She and I have toured Russia. We did it for three weeks. It was Glorious. I know what you're going to say. Wasn't it rainy and ugly? No, that's the way it's shown in the movies. It was bright sunshine, comfortable. We went into Red Square. We saw Lenin. 
We did. Yeah, we did. We went into the the armory. Mm-hmm. I still have the nesting dolls, the mamushka dolls that I bought while I was there. And we had the next, a great time. In the next break, I'll tell you a story about being in Russia and how this is so, so sad. Yes. Amazingly sad. Gorky Park, they had a general hit here in the United States called Bang. And it goes like this on Rock School. fantastically late TikTok. Now look, TikTok is not an American company. They are based in China. However, TikTok has suspended most of its services, understand the verb, most of its services, March 6th, as the government cracked down on people and media outlets and what can be said about the Russian war in Ukraine. I hate to say it, but this is actually smart. Mm -hmm. TikTok said Russian users of the popular app would no longer be able to post new videos or live streams. They also wouldn't be able to see new videos from somewhere else in the world. However, the American TikTok spokesperson, Hillary McQuaid, said the TikTok app in Russia now appears as a view only mode right they won't let people post new videos or live streams they can see older videos but not if they came from outside the country okay now there's some intelligence to that right what they're attempting to do is stop the russian media from basically overwhelming mm-hmm. tiktok and telling people that Putin is right. Right. And when we get a little bit farther down, we'll talk about other companies that have left their their services available. But the point is, we left it available, but we're not going to run the Russian networks. So the people won't hear basically the state news. Mm -hmm. They'll hear from outside of the country. Right. So there you go. Bottom of the hour plus a few minutes. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. All right. Let's do seven days, 70 seconds. Here be the date. June 6th all the way through June 12th. Tammy has Monday. Go. June 6th, 1975 was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June. According to C.W. McCall's song, Convoy. And a Kenworth home hogs. June 7th, 1993, on his 31st birthday, Prince changes his name to a symbol, making him literally an icon. June 8th, 1969, the Rolling Stones fire founding member Brian Jones. Yeah, he'll be he'll be dead soon. Uh, June 9th, 1990, MC Hammer's Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him becomes the second rap album to reach number one in America. By the way, licensed to ill. 
by the Beastie Boys was the first. June 10, 2007. And the last scene scene of the HBO series, The Sopranos. Yeah. You know what was playing? Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, by Journey. Remember how it stopped? Yeah, he, he... People ask whether Tony Soprano died. Yeah. Well, of course he did. They brought him in. There was a priest. He ate calamari, Uh which was he was taking communion. Right. And he was telling someone about how he's thinking about changing the life. So he was giving a confession. Okay. And then when it went, there was three guys there that were known assassins. Yes. And when it went blank, poof, blatantly he died. Don't stop. Believing. June 11, 2002, American Idol premieres on the Fox Network. And finally, June 12, 2015, Dave Grohl falls off stage and breaks his leg during a Foo Fighters show in Gothenburg, Sweden. And he finished the show, remember? And he did, yeah. He came out, sat down, and finished the show. He's a tough dude. He's a tough guy. Tattoo is a punk band from Russia, and they had a Menza Menza hit here in the United States called Not Gonna Get Us. This is Tattoo here on Rock School. Coming into the second break out of Tattoo, another group that are pulling out of Russia, YouTube. But they're not pulling out completely. They're attempting to get information in. It is said that what brought down the Russian bear was not military. It was the fax machine. That's how information wow. got in during, you know, previous and then in the Reagan administration. How did they have enough ink? <laughs> Good question. Uh, on March 1st, YouTube began blocking Russian state-backed news channels. The big ones are RT and Sputnik across Europe and the UK. Quote, during the ongoing war in Ukraine, we're blocking YouTube channels connected to RT and Sputnik across YouTube and Europe effective immediately. Okay, what are these two channels? RT is actually Russia Today. It's a U.S.-based Russian news channel. And this isn't weird. There's an Al Jazeera Mm -hmm. in Europe. There's an Al Jazeera here in the United States. Right. We actually have the Al Jazeera app on our... Uh, Roku device. Right. And every now and again, if something happens in the Middle East, I'll go take a look at it just to see what's happening on the Al Jazeera app. It's interesting 
to watch news. BBC is the same way, but not as much. It's interesting to watch news that isn't America-centric. Right. And every so often we'll go do that. Sputnik, Sputnik formerly known as the, quote, voice of Russia is a Russian state-owned news agency, news website platform, and radio broadcast service. When you see something on NBC News, ABC, uh -huh. CBS, and it shows a news reporter reading, and they are basically reading a script from Putin himself, right? more than likely that's not RT. That's probably Sputnik. And that's that's that uh, Live Nation has said they will no longer support any kind of show in Russia. They won't do business in Russia. Uh, we're in the process of reviewing our vendors so we can cease work with any and all Russian based suppliers. So that's yet another thing. Music has walked away from Russia. But again, I ask. Is it hurting anybody? The artist. I understand taking away oil, mm -hmm. electricity, gas, that kind of stuff. But taking away music, what's it doing? What's it doing? I don't know. Is it making Putin go, hmm, these people out there cannot get whatever. It's I, I, I get it. You're supposed to do it as a business. And if we owned a business, we'd probably do it too. Right. Is it hurting? That's the question, because the more it and I ask that because the more it hurts, the more Russia will look at it, even in Putin's head. And I've heard all the things that he's got cancer and he considers this his last hurrah. Maybe it's enough to make somebody go, ah, we got to get out. Mm. We screwed up. Wow. We got to go. And Russia will do that. They left Afghanistan without a win. True. They will do it. So, who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio Show? W-O-U-B, Athens, Ohio. Beautiful. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, Netflix has decided to stop all future projects and acquisitions in Russia as it assessed the impact of the evasion of Ukraine. But on Sunday, that means Sunday the second week in March, a spokesperson said, given the circumstances on the ground, we have decided to suspend all services here in Russia. Netflix launched in Russia in 2016 and has literally one million subscribers there. Yeah. Now, look, that's a fraction of the 220 million has worldwide, but that's still a million people. You just said and get rid of it. Yeah. But according to Variety Magazine, the streaming platform has four Russian originals in the works and all those actors set creators, directors, producers, all that, they're out of work. Wow. They're out of work. Again, I, I ask, who you hurting? You, I get it. You pulled out. You're not in Starbucks. You're not serving coffee anymore. Is Putin going to stop invading Russia because he can't get his latte? No. It's a question. It's a question. Here's a group called Boney M. They have a song called Rasputin. Ladies and gentlemen, here on Rock School. 
The demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. Coming into the last break, we got to click along a little bit here. Amazon has also suspended access to Prime Video for customers based in Russia. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, they will not ship retail products to customers based in Russia and Belarus. Furthermore, furthermore, they will no longer take orders for, quote, New World, which is the video game that is only released in Russia. Really? And so there you have it. Spotify as well has decided to stop all new music. You mm-hmm. can you can get the free side, but there's no pay for side anymore. And that gets rid of a lot of the news that's coming in. And I believe they believe that by stopping the news coming in, that they are somehow stopping the Russian machine from sending stuff out. Huh. Look. Tammy and I went to Russia. We were there for three weeks. We toured St. Petersburg. We were in Moscow. We were we went through Belarus. We went through a bunch. This was a while back. This was PK pre kid. We we sold a website. I worked it mainly, but Tammy obviously was support. You can't have a marriage without a person basically supporting you doing what you're doing. Oh, I cooked some meals for cooked you. Cooked some meals, but we sold a website and we used it to travel. And we did three weeks in Russia. And as much as we want to see them as the evil empire, I remember distinctly our group had a Russian official that came along with us. Do you remember this woman? She was about, what, 40 years old? Yes. She was dressed in Russian outfit with the red star and Mm -hmm. all of that. Right. And she was with us. And I had a cold. And I remember our guide saying to this woman, our guide spoke Russian, obviously, saying to this woman, this guy, me, has a cold. Can you get him some Sudafed, something like that? It was, it was again, you're listening to a different language. Sudafed. And she said, yeah, sure. And we were walking to what was a pharmacy in Russia. And I remember the woman saying to me, or us, do you have any children? And I said, no, no, we don't yet, but we're, we're, we're trying, uh, and if not, we'll adopt, which we ended up doing. And she said, oh, I have a son, and he's marrying this girl. I don't like, do you remember this yes. conversation? Yes. I don't like her. Oh, my God. He's getting tattoos. I don't like the tattoos. I want him to, I want him to do different things. I think he can do better than her. And I thought to myself... This woman is from Chicago. Right. This woman's from Cleveland. This woman's from Georgia. This, it, they weren't that different. We were connected. It wasn't a country of evil people that wanted to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. It was a country of mothers and fathers and grandfathers and dumb high school Teenagers. kids who were doing dumb things. We ran into some of those, but it was no more than the United States. It it was, I can't see it the same way as a lot of people who right. haven't been there. It's Russia. They must come down. I've been there. I can't see it. I know. You know what I mean? Yes. Do you feel the same way? Exactly. Hey, look, you get the chance to travel to Russia. Do it. Oh, remember the remember the underground? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the subway? Yeah, gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And the thing is, if you would ever litter in there, there wasn't a, a police force. 
the people would have stopped you. Yeah, it was beautiful. Gorgeous. That's it. Class is dismissed. Victor was born in the spring of '44 and never saw his father. Thank you.